Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus. Stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Everybody, welcome to a new episode of the Creators Outlet Podcast. Joining us up first, our friend Hojo. First time on the show, long time chatting and chat. And he's here with his book, The Mythicals Number One. What's going on, brother? What's going on? How you doing, Will? Doing good. So uh, before we get into the book, uh, let's find out more about you. Right, why you give, right. Why don't you give us uh, your, the Cliff Notes bio of you? I mean, I've read comics my whole life, my entire life. Long, I mean, my earliest memories are like the Bill Bixby show, like the... Uh... Oh, yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Spider-Man is amazing, friends, and all that. Like, I could still hear that theme song in my head. And uh, just after that, picking up a Hulk book. And then just then, I, I was hooked. Like, it, it was comics all the time. Like, I'm like, all the cartoons, like, they're they're in books. And there are others. And it's it just snowballed from there. And, like, I was about 10 years old when Image and all that happened. Like uh, the X-Men animated series, watched that religiously and just pretty much everything I could get my hands on. Sometimes good, sometimes bad. Like even on TV, it's like, it's still a comic book. So you'll watch it. You'll hate watch it, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I'll, I'll hate watch certain scenes. Like, yeah, I couldn't stomach watching that horrendous She-Hulk. No, but, I didn't watch it. I, don't, I haven't watched any of the Disney Plus shows. But i i did uh, I did make a point out of watching it. It's super cringy, but I made a point out of watching it because uh, they had Charlie Cox in the Daredevil costume. Mm. But they did up a costume to the 
to homage the original. And uh, it didn't work for me, man. Red and yellow. Yeah, it was. It was kind of like like CW ish. Uh, yeah, even worse. I mean, CW got the costumes right for the most part, at least. Yeah, yeah. And this was. It, he, he looked like he was working a road crew during, you know, Thunderdome or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a good show. Daredevil was a solid show. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the Netflix shows were, were pretty good. Everybody hated uh, Iron Fist. Yeah, I didn't watch that. I didn't watch, uh, and I never got around to watching Defenders, which, like, to me, it's a slap in the face because I was, I was a huge Defenders fan. Like I watched, I watched Defenders, and then at the very end of that, there's like a big explosion, and then it pans pans up and away, and then you see Matt in a bed in like the church with the nun sitting by him, and I'm like, oh my god. That's that Frank Miller story. Yes. That's Born yeah. Again. And now again. Yeah, yeah. they're doing, they're going to do their version of Born Again. And they're so going to water it down. It'll, it'll be woke. It'll, it'll, it won't be Born Again. It'll be woke again. Yeah. Huh. You know, sad, yeah. sadly. But I still I, got those books. Yeah. I mean, Frank Miller, I mean, he just, like, he made it a Frank Miller character. I think I saw like a, uh, it was a, Maybe the special features on the old Ben Affleck Daredevil thing when they were talking about him doing the Kingpin and like somebody told him he said, "Well, don't write the Kingpin, make him a Frank Miller character," and then mm-hmm. he was just like, "Ah, got it." And it was just some of the in, in in that era, just some of the best best stuff ever written. Yeah, I thought they did a good job on the Cage series. Yeah, I, I like Jessica Jones. Yeah, the, I, think, I, I, I think we all like Jessica Jones. Yeah, I mean, the first season, I mean, just it was David Tennant for me. Mm-hmm. So, come on, Jessica! Yeah, the Purple Man, Constantly. that was awesome. Yeah, and this, yeah. you know, I saw some people like, I used to go in like a comicbookmovie.com forums and stuff, but they hate me there. Because um, <laughs> I've just pointed out all the time, I'm like, if people were flipping out, I'm like, we're mad he doesn't have purple skin. I'm like, we want a fucking eggplant on TV. Like they did it, they reimagined it in a, in a smart, creative way. Like yeah. even his origin story in that, I'm like, oh man, you almost feel sorry for him. Yeah, in a way. I almost. mean, I like I like Jessica right away because she was she was a total whiskey swilling badass. Oh man, yeah. So, so I'm like, I go, yeah, I can hang out with her. I have to be careful yeah. what I say to her because yeah, yeah, I'll end yeah. up like I'll in a smack you across band. the bar. Yeah. So, Put your hand where it doesn't belong one time. But oh, I'm sorry. Oh, well. oh yeah. <laughs> well, hold on a second. We're going there. So, uh... okay, we're good now. Okay. There's your warning. All right. Uh, so, what book or character impacted you the most to make you want to get into making comics? <laughs> Well, I was a big fan of uh, Peter David's X Factor run. Oh yeah, like just the dynamics and group dynamics, and like when I joined the military, like you're in a group all the time. You're in a squad. You're in a company. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the 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 characters. I mean, the people you meet, the people I've met. You know, it's a little bit like I've, I've plucked a little bit of personalities. You know, lines I've heard people say. I'm just like that's hilarious. And I put it into the book. You know, like friends of mine, and it's uh. 
like the stuff he did with Quicksilver, man, it was just because I was an X Factor fan before that. Because I'm like, oh man, they're getting rid of the team. You know, they're going back to the mansion and they kick it with everybody else. You know, Jim Lee's got that book. So who are these? Like I, I knew who Strong Guy was, but I didn't know. And yeah, I, I had no idea. Was, my friends I, were pissed. Yeah, I had no idea who Strong Guy was, but I ended up liking him the best on the team. I, I was like I sadly no disappointed. But I go, Dazzler, are you freaking kidding me? Yeah. Dazzler? Yeah. And like Havoc, you know, he never really got his time to shine. Yeah. Uh, they, uh, Havoc, Havoc's an odd character. I like Mutant X. I read all that. Oh, yeah. Um, I actually scored, and this is like a weird offshoot, but since we're on the X-Men story, I scored the uh, original Age of Apocalypse omnibus off of Facebook Marketplace like three years ago for 20 bucks. Oh, man. Hand delivered to me. And I'm like, man, that's better than an Ollie's price or a, or, or a CBCS price. And I'm like... I'm I'm good. I'm like, that's, that's weird. You say something about Ollie's. I got like the, uh, like, and it's weird. He passed away right afterwards. Like, I got the long Halloween, the black and white edition, no colors, just inks. Yeah, eight, bu- eight bucks. The hardcover edition, like special edition. I'm like, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, uh, I got a friend of mine who's down in Georgia, and he went to. I guess they opened up a new one by where he was working at the time, and uh, he went through, and he was like. Any of this stuff interest you? And I'm like, not really. I pretty much have most of this stuff, yeah. you know, for the most part. Like, I never compiled, like, a complete, like, Swamp Thing collection. Yeah. Uh, so he was going through, and he grabbed stuff that he had, like, trades that he'd already bought, like, years prior. Like, uh, one that's a soft cover, and it's all the original Strange Tales, Doctor Strange stories from Dick. Oh, nice. Um, he ended up getting a nice hardcover of it for like an extra 20 bucks. So he, he gave me that one. He, he got me a Sagra the Swamp thing and like a couple of other, a couple of other trades and then just sent me like random cool books because we do a show uh, on Thursday nights when we're both available called OK Boomer. And wow. it's basically me and him going up to the virtual spinner rack and grabbing a book from Golden Age up through Bronze Age. Yeah, We take the week, we read it, and uh, we just go through it, like showing people off the book. Uh, right. Which just happens to be uh, Lorenzo's favorite uh, favorite show on my channel right now. So. Mm. He's like, this is cool. Old comics. I forgot about all these. <laughs> but now you're basically reading out the story to us and telling us everything that happened. Yeah, true. I don't I don't have to go buy it now either. Yeah. I'm like, hey, if you're entertained by some stupid stuff I do, thank you. <laughs> I know. You can make somebody laugh. It's a good day. So who on the indie scene do you like the most right now? I've only read a few books. Like, uh, I mean, I have the Lucent and I have Company Man. I love Company Man. Um, Kimasabi, he's got a he's got a talent for dialogue too. Oh yeah, he's very uh, good. And his uh his story beats are, are pretty good. Like that that last scene, that splash of like the uh, 
was it the speedster? I can't think of his name right now, but that's it's it's pretty uh pretty spot on. Yeah. I'm I'm just like checking out some of the stuff up on the wall behind you. Of course, the uh the Secret Wars number eight. Yeah, man, that's a nine point six. I bought that like uh I came across that a couple years before they started. I was like, they're gonna make a Venom movie eventually. So I yeah. that. That's I they, think that's one of only like a couple graded comics I have. Yeah, I've I've got a I've got a handful of graded comics. I usually I'll I'll get them I'll either get them graded or they'll somebody'll have it so cheap that I'm like it would cost me more than that if I walked into a shop and bought it raw. I know. So I know. yeah, it's like you can't move it. Uh, I kind of I kind of dig that book and I like the signature on it. So I'll get it and I'll display it for you know six months. Yeah, and then I'll be like. Yeah, I like that book. Can't really read it because it's in a plastic tube. I, I know. I know. Uh, I guess. I guess I'll sell it. Um, right. Right. The only one that I have that uh, it's pretty much guaranteed that I'll never sell is uh, going to be Jock's first uh, Batman book. There, mm. the uh, Detective Eight Eighty. Yeah. Um, I've got my original one that I bought off the shelf, which isn't graded, but I got the, they released the Mexican variant a few years ago for San Diego. Okay. And, uh, it's got kind of like a shiny, like a shiny chromium treatment to the cover. Okay. Um, and you know, down there they get, they get books like years after they've been out. Right, right, right. Um, but, this one is uh triple signed oh nice so uh scott jock and uh somebody else i can't yeah, remember I, think, right I, think I have uh i have a sign that's like spawn 100 it's like mcfarlane and whoever was whoever the uh either is the anchor of the color so it's, it's got it's signed twice yeah i know he just announced an, another his first signing since the pandemic so he's Man. he's trying to get everybody these, to he's trying to get everybody to take like his new Spawn universe books. I was going to say all these gunslinger spawns, boom! You just you just went up in value. Yeah, it, and it's it's like, what's he charging for a signature? Like two hundred bucks? I don't know, man. You know, and see, I, you know, if I were Todd McFarlane, I mean, that's just me, but I wouldn't, I would never charge for an autograph or anything like that. Like, I, I I'm a big sports nut. So uh, it's weird. You don't see many sports nerds and comic nerds, but the 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 fandom, it, the the Venn diagrams intersect ever so slightly. Yeah. But uh, like one time we were in Baltimore. Like I, I'm from Virginia. We we're at the or at the Orioles game, and Mark McGuire was there. Was he was with the Cardinals? And I was like, "Can I get an autograph?" And over there, my dad he was like, oh, 50 bucks." And my dad looked at me. He's like, "Go f yourself." Mm-hmm. That's a child. I, I can maybe understand if it's an adult. That's a child. Yeah. Don't man, you would never I would never do that. That's just like Cal Rickman Jr. used to sign autographs until the last person left the parking lot. Yeah, it's like these are your fans. Yeah. These are the reasons why you're fans. getting paid millions of dollars a year to play ball. They just don't get it. Um I used to be a basketball fan when I was a kid. Yeah. Probably because I had like a cemented basketball court behind my garage 
Well, my cool. mom's house. So my, me and my friends used to, you know, shoot hoops all the time. Right. Um, and that was, you know, during the, you know, I'm, I'm from the Boston area. So uh, Celtics fan. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's like the Larry Bird era. Oh yeah. Like I saw, I saw Dave Cowens playing his rookie game. Oh wow. In 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 like a preseason rookie game. So they, they used to play the 76ers uh, where they had the Rhode Island Comic-Con this past weekend at uh, they call it the Dunkin Donuts Center now because we can get people to pay us for nothing. Uh, hmm. It used to be the Providence Civic Center. Now it's the Dunkin Donuts Center. Hmm. Um, they used to play like a preseason scrimmage game against the, the 76ers every year. Right. And I'm a big, big hockey guy. Oh, me too. So not as they, much as I used to be, but I get, I get the way. They, the Bruins would play uh, the Flyers every year, mm. and uh, I've met most of the '70s Bruins team, and you know, got their autographs. And I think the most I've paid for anything was with an inscription, maybe twenty bucks. Yeah, like ten, twenty bucks, and. Got like multiple stuff stuff signed. Sweet. Um, but back to comic books, right? Because uh, don't get me started on hockey. We were doing mm. so good, then we started mm. losing games. And, uh, no. Yeah. Um, so you've you've gotten that. You haven't really dipped your toes too much into the into the CG indie stuff. I mean, you got you got Michael and you got Australian books. Yeah, I got uh, I have hybrids too. I just got uh, Luke Stone's. Uh, I think it's the first five issues. Oh, the trade. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's good stuff. Uh, I read the first issue, uh, and I got the uh, the long shots pack. So, uh, Hand of God, I really like that. It's great art there. Oh, cool. He did some. He did a little fan sketch of Nancy Moon not too not too long ago. Oh, nice. So, uh, good guy. Um, yeah, I've, I've got. I have Inglorious Rex. I just haven't read it yet. I've got some of the floppies um, from hybrids when he started doing like those really cool black sheen covers. Yeah. Uh, so I, I've got like three of the black covers and there's a new one that's, that's out with this new set. Plus you can, you can get the trade and I'm like, I kind of want to get those issues that they printed up for, for Arrow Comics on that thing, right, right, like, and, and have like you know all the floppies, right. Um, I like I I kind of scored big um, the end of the month. Uh, a lot of comic shops do uh, like a free comic book day based around mm -hmm. Halloween, so it's like they call it Halloween Comic Fest, right. And uh, my old LCS because I I quit collecting. Um. Yeah, they move, they moved to a smaller location, but I'm in a wheelchair and I can't get inside the store. Yeah. So I'm like, sorry, but they had a whole bunch of stuff set up outside and they had a whole bunch of like indie creators there. Uh, some of which I know when I'm, I'm friends with, Sweet. um, I had backed, uh, Frankie B. Washington and Matt Blair, uh, doing a book called Kaijus and Cowboys. Okay. Uh, I backed the Kickstarter, which is basically like they're dipping the toes in the water to check the, you know, check the fan base to see if 
you know, enough people would like to watch, you know, cowboy robots go toe to toe with dinosaurs. Right, right. And I'm like, what's wrong with that? That's just yeah. that, that's just like, you know, kind of like a, a sci fi action, you know, Countess Fenguli, uh Elvira movie on a Saturday afternoon. I, I man, you know, it's like the mainstream, they just look they're like, What? Yeah, Dude, there's something for everybody. Really is like I was yeah. on with Elliot Rodriguez today, and that's what I was just saying. It's like you come here, I'm just like looking around. It's like I had been going to a grocery store that sold ten items, and now it's like I go into uh, uh, God, Wegmans. You know what that is? I've heard of it, but it's a gigantic Weiss stuff like that. A gigantic grocery store. I'm like, or a Whole Foods. Let's say a Whole Foods. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I could have, get ten items, or like a local, like a food line, or a, something like that. And now I'm going to Whole Foods. I'm like, well, there's so much. I didn't know. Wow, they're they're doing all this. Look, look at this. This is about a log. Uh, and like alternative comics and all that stuff, and all the stuff that they're doing. And it's just, oh yeah. Like it's a little overwhelming at first. I'm just like, all right, let me just take it in and stop spending a fortune. Oh yeah. But uh, it's just people are just having fun, man. Edwin! What's going on, guys? What's, What's up? up? We were just talking uh, some indie comic stuff that we've picked up and uh, got into. I was just talking about uh, Kaijus and Cowboys. I just picked up the number one issue that Frankie uh, B. Washington had up over on, uh, on Zoot. I don't think I'm yeah. familiar with that one. I have to uh, check it out. Yeah, it's uh, it's... His favorite two things are robots and, and kaiju. So it's basically a, a robotic cowboy <laughs> fighting <laughs> big monsters. I'm like, cool. There you go. <laughs> I grabbed uh, a local creator to me in the mass area. Uh, Andrew Lavolo has a book called The Rift. I picked up all five issues from him. And actually, issue four... Has a cover that uh, Amanda Connor and uh, Jimmy Palmiati did for him. Oh, that's cool. So mm -hmm. it's 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 pretty hot. I met the guy from uh, Geek Speak, which is a podcast he does with his two sons, who he got hooked on comics, which is good because hook your kids on comics, they'll never have money for drugs. Yeah, I'm doing. <laughs> I'm I'm in the process of doing that too. Um, he has a anthology book he loves the golden age so he's got an anthology book called uh and called laser brain comics but it's done in like that golden age art style kind of like the ec stuff mm -hmm. oh yeah i love that stuff man and there was another creator there uh robert sinami who uh who is into horror he's got a he's got two uh 32 page graphic novels out uh, called The Pale Duke. And it's pretty cool horror stuff. And I grabbed, except for Kaiju's that I uh, supported in a crowdfunder, all those other books all came from uh, Halloween Comic Fest at my old uh, LCS. Nice. So I was glad. And Andrew, Andrew gave me the box. He bought the big giant Galactus from Hasbro. He doesn't keep boxes. Uh, so I get the box with that awesome artwork. I go, well, when I clear out my comic space and rearrange everything, I can put that as part of my backdrop. <laughs> yeah, that's cool, man. 
I would be cool. I got a Galactus box for free. No toy, but you know, I'm, I'm fine with that. It was free. So, Hojo, let's get into uh, your book. Uh, let's talk some mythicals. So, I signed up for this today on the, on the mailing list. Okay. Cool. So, mythicals number one. Mm-hmm. Level M recruits young Nancy Moon to aid in the internal struggle between dark and light. So t- tell us about tell us about this book. It's a uh, supernatural action mystery that focuses around uh, Level M. It's like a covert strike force uh, comprised of creatures from myth and legend. Cool. And so Nancy Moon gets recruited into that, and. Um, they're, they're, she's trying to. They're trying to solve a mystery. You know, it's like every. There's like 13 issues planned. And I've got them all plotted out. I've got five scripts written, and so it's pretty much a journey. It's like, like I took a manga. I, I stole a page from them. You know how they they just have like a finite volume, and then it's done, and they move on to something else. Yeah, and that's what this is going to be. Just like it's not going to go on and on. I don't think there's any way I could write a character for like or something like that for 10, 12 years. I, I just couldn't keep it fresh and come up with new twists and stuff like that could do it. And you've got a bonus here. First 25 physical backers receive free limited edition print. Yeah, that's going to be a, it's a little project I'm working on. It's uh, under wraps for right now, but it's hopefully going to be like a little signature thing each year, each issue. Nice. And there's, there's the link for, uh, the sign-up page, which is also in the show notes up above or down below, depending on where you're watching us. And if you're listening, it'll be in the uh, it'll be in the notes at the bottom, wherever you uh, check out our podcast from. Now I've got so many tabs open, I'm just like bouncing around. And so, like the little elevator quick pitch would be like, uh, since it's in the news the past couple of days, like Wildcats meets Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> Oh, that's like cool. I'm br- I'm bringing some of my army experience, like running like a like a team, you know, like you got your field commander, and she's like the rookie, so uh, or what we would call like an FNG, and uh, so you you experience the whole world and everything opening up like through her. She's like the vehicle for the audience to see like like a peep through to the world, and then uh, it kicks the door down in, like issue two, and everything just gets rolling from there. So it's gonna be 24 pages. They just do floppies each time. Hopefully, crank out like two of these a year. Let's get it rolling. Yeah. And the pieces of eight. Yep. Like the sticks album. Yep. So this is this is your uh, this character is the the inquisitor. The main. The, the main oh, now I just want to sing the Inquisition song from uh, History of the World Part One. Yep. Yep. <laughs> So this is your main uh, bad dude. He's definitely the villain of this book. Yeah, I don't know what gave it away, but yeah, I don't know. And down there at the bottom, I got like a uh, a Peter Gilmore cover. I saw that, and I was like, I am oh. so buying this book. Oh man, yeah, he. I mean, he just he he knocked that thing out in like three or four days. Just like boom, boom, boom. Peter's art is so sick. I mean, he's definitely leveled up from just from the year that I've been doing. You know, into all of this. 
Yeah, like I had them on like last year when they were doing the uh, the first first uh, Jack the Ripper, first Jack the Ripper book. Yeah. yeah, and he was just he was just picking up like full pages of art that he's like in the middle of working on. I'm like, dude, crap. I mean, like I gave him a rough sketch. I gave him a concept. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, like. I'm not I'm not just a person I can draw more than like a stick figure, you know. Like I mean I know I know how to draw, I'm just slow. So I gave him a rough concept and he was like he said, Brilliant, I got it, I know exactly what to do. And then I gave him a description right there. I was like, You're not you sure you're cool with like the whole dark pope thing and upside down cross? And he's like he said he drew something like I'm not gonna repeat it, something outrageous. And I'm like, Okay, yeah, this isn't close to what you've just described. So you're cool. But he was like, just I, like I drew that Margaret Thatcher naked for uh for a commission i'll draw anything yeah yeah he uh i mean he was it was awesome working with him man i, I highly recommend him if you want to do anything horror related that's your guy oh yeah so is are you doing the interiors for the books or you have somebody else lined up for that no no that's not me i okay. did all the uh the, like pretty much like the concept art and references and then i gave it to another guy to like refine and then uh went to uh this guy in Greece, his name's Thomas Ticus. And so, uh, I mean, I, I just saw some of his work and I was just floored and we started talking. I was like, gave him like the the nuts and bolts of this. And he was like, oh man, it sounds fantastic. Because he doesn't get a chance to draw stuff like this. And he's like, he's from Greece. So he was like, and I said, there's some stuff inspired from Greek mythology. He was like, I'm in. And so he said, he's just having a fun time with it. I like it when you highlight, when you put the cursor over Peter's yeah, page. yeah. Covered by Peter, give me Hara Gilmore. <laughs> oh my gosh, 20, 24 pages of story. So, so cute. Uh-huh. And that that's the main cover there. That's uh like Dan Dahl did that. Oh, nice. oh yeah. 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 It was I mean it was a treat to work with him too, man. Cause I told him I was like I want like a '90s like almost like a Wildcats vibe, and he was just like I got you. <laughs> you could actually use Wildcats now. Apparently, Jim Lee doesn't give two craps about Wildcats. <laughs> Man, I saw that Grifter cover, dude. Unreal. I'm just like, mm-mm. Because I mean, like you know, like I said, I was like 10 years old when the image thing happened. You know, I grew up on all that stuff. I love, I love the darkness. I, I like the authority. All that stuff, but it just after a while, man, they just—it's like they just lost—they lost their interest, and in like some of the, you know the, the story suffered. Like everybody bought Young Blood one, but what was Young Blood two about? I don't—I don't remember. I'm gonna tell you what Young Blood one was about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I only like ten copies of it. <laughs> yeah, and like X Force number one, like I have twenty copies with the trading cards in the bag. I don't, I don't, I don't, I vaguely remember what that's about. I, but I love New Mutants. Yeah, I, I, I sold most of uh, the bagged X Force ones, um, and then and then people started getting, you know, well, this is the one with the Deadpool card in it, right? I go, no, I kept that one, you moron. Yeah, you idiot! I'm not going to sell you that. <laughs> I didn't even know I was buying New Mutants towards the end of the run. I think my fr my friend Jason like talked me into it. He goes. No, you got to read this. It's so good. So when I was going through my collection, I I randomly found uh, 
97, 98, 99, and 100 of New Mutants. I'm like, ooh, score. Well, I remember when that came out, like I hadn't uh, really read it before. Say, like when I turned about 13 or 14, it was really when I went hardcore, like into buying back issues and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. at the time, it was just what was out. Like, um, I was like, what is it? it? Just said, I remember it was like, what, New Mutants 99 or 100? It said in the back, last issue, like all over the back of it. I was like, last issue, ooh, this must be important. Who the who the hell are these people? <laughs> and I bought that, and I was like, oh, eh, I mean, life first of, appearance of Domino, first appearance yeah. of fake Domino. I'm like, yeah, uh, copycat or whatever she was. Yeah, yeah. Like, but I do like some of those those middle issues X Force, like when uh, God Caliban joined the team. That was pretty cool. Some of that stuff, like some of those adventures, I didn't like what x-force became it was like some weird stuff in space or something yeah uh, some some like pickle floating pickle or something i don't know what the hell it was yeah well welcome to marvel the house of no ideas god man it's it is bad it is bad that's why i'm here it's bad but like when they say like it was that scene in batman 89 when he was like uh with i made you you but you made me first like you, they made us do this. Like we didn't, but screw it. I mean, you got to follow your dream somehow. Like I was going to do this mythical thing. Like fifteen years ago, I was going to submit it to Cross Gen Comics. But when I got back from a deployment, they were out of business, <laughs> and then life and shit happens, you know. So yeah, that was too bad. I really liked Cross. It, it was it was like almost every like indie comic run that I started reading. I go. This is awesome. By the time you start getting into it, it's done. And and then what do you mean? What do you mean the company's out of business? Yeah. Like Sojourn, I loved that, man. Oh yeah. Like all all those books were like, you know, really solid and the art was great. Um I liked uh Chuck Dixon uh, yeah. did, did the uh the way of the rat, which the was way really, the rat. Yeah. which was really cool. But uh Man, so when it when are you uh, launching Mythicals again? I'm thinking about doing it early March right now. That's when I'm trying to like put out there. But I mean, it's going to be done and ready to print like on launch day. So, oh yeah, um, that's that's a, that's always a, a good plan if you can make gonna, it happen. It's not going to be any late books. If it's late books, it's the supplier, printers, paper, whatever, and I keep you updated. But it ain't me, and it could be. Oh, I just uh, need your money so I can pay people possibly to make the book. Uh, no, the book's already done and in the can. It's going to be done. The money's for printing and shipping. Yep, done. So I mean, so that that would be nice. I'm just kind of waiting around. Like you don't want to go up against, uh, like I mentioned, Batman '89. You don't want to be Weird Al on UHF going up against Batman '89. Oh yeah. So we'll just wait and see. Who would want to go up against Weird Al? Come on. Yeah. Although I did see like a trailer the other day with the guy that played Harry Potter. That shit was funny. Oh, yeah. So uh, the link's right there. Get over there. Sign up for it now. So because chances are you if you don't follow Hojo and a bunch of us other people that are promoting stuff, yep. uh, you could forget about this. So just get on the, on the sign up list. You'll get notifications when it goes when it goes live and the first 25 physical backers are going to get an exclusive print. Yep. Will the Peter Gilmore cover be limited? 
Nah, man, I'm not gonna do that to people. Okay, I, you want I, it, you want I, it. I, I gotta ask. Yeah, and I'm not gonna make you pay extra for the Gilmore cover because it's already, yeah, you know, it's a lot to ask like 15 bucks for a 24 page floppy or something like that. I'm not gonna make yeah. you pay extra just to get the, you know, a Peter Gilmore cover. But I might have a little contest to see which which one will sell the most. <laughs> we'll have to see. I'm I'm down for the I'm down for the Gilmore cover. I'll be yeah. a pain. I'll be the a pain. I'll be the pain in the butt that actually gets my copy, reads it, ships it off to Peter to get it signed, and have him send it back to me. Yeah, man, he's a he's a he's a delight. We'll say that. He's a funny dude to talk to. We, oh, I know. Like I've watched some of like stuff three for, hours uh, one night. I've watched him, uh, like with Brian Kreisgau or whatever on his little horror thing or whatever. He oh is. yeah, he's, he's funny, man. And he gives zero f's about anything. The <laughs> pretty much anything, yeah. But like, definitely the politics of the world. Like, he'll just he'll just straight up. I mean, he dunks on people every day. He doesn't care. Like, and, care. and when you get to the point like this, like people like him and me, like I don't care. Like, I'm 41 years old, and, and you, some people may think because I'm from Virginia, the way I talk, that I'm uh, that I'm not smart or whatever, but. I'm, Trust me, man. I I know quite a bit about history in the world and what's really going on. I may not be a smart man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So we'll just we'll just leave it at that. Bunny can tell you. I'm mean, I'm not. Uh, if you want to go down that road, like if you want to have a political debate with you, I'll indulge you for a little bit. But eventually, I'll get irritated and I will like I will smack you in the face with facts, and <laughs> it'll be the end of the day. Edwin, yes. So tell us what you got going on. We got the oh. uh, the Bloodbone Ash Can. That's right. Now available. I, oh, I love that logo. That logo is killer. Yeah. Who did that? Was that Matt Barr? Uh no, that was uh, How Comics. Uh, okay, you know, all right. That's the stuff for Lost Pages and uh, you know Phil. Right, so, right, uh, yeah. Lobo's yeah. number one fan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> number one Lobo eight himself. He got so excited earlier today. Oh my god! <laughs> what happened? Is there Lobo news earlier today? I've been I've been yeah. at work all day, so I don't um, know nothing. Well, James Gunn is over at over at DC. Uh, Zasloff signed him up to a uh, a DC Warner Brothers contract, and the first thing he did on his social media was drop a picture of the main man uh, and mention that he is going to be the the guy doing the next Superman movies with Cavill and uh, somebody might have teased that Aquaman might also be uh, the main man. Hmm. I mean, he's already got the hair for it. Jason Momoa. Yeah. So how's that going to work? So is James Gunn, is he still doing uh, Guardians 3? Yeah. That's got to be an awkward conversation now. You know, like he comes to work and they're like, What's up, Dick? It's like, look, this is what I do for a living. And anybody that wants to pay me cash money, I'm going to go do it. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't tell him no. Yeah, there's, there's no exclusive contracts. Well, they told him no before, and he said, he said, well, screw you guys. I'm going to do a suicide squad. Yeah. Which was terrible, but, you know. <sighs> so, Edwin, you, you still have... Uh, the Aces Volume Two up in demand. Uh, yep, it's uh, gonna be there until December first, mm-hmm. and then it's gonna close down for good. 
uh, been kind of in the middle of fulfillment about halfway through just waiting on some, uh, had to switch printers to get the, uh, the second printing of the Joe ball cover. So I've been kind of waiting on that. Finally got like the proof for it. So if it's all good, I'll, uh, I'll give them the go ahead and I should have them in probably by the end of the month. So when I can ship the ones who've been waiting, who ordered the volume one and volume two, and I have all the copies of volume two. And finally had a nightmare with the printer getting me like damaged copies. There's been quite a, quite a head headaching two months. So, you know, I thought it'd be done with fulfillment by now, but it's uh surprises, you know? <laughs> yeah. Nothing but surprises. Yeah. So uh, tell us about uh, the ash can and uh, what we might see coming further down the road for uh, Bloodbone. Yeah. So uh, Bloodbone is basically the story of a guy who uh, ends up returning back to his hometown after uh, several years away. And now he realizes that it's been uh, overtaken by this criminal enterprise. It's, they basically kind of uh, turned the city, which is like a beautiful like metropolis, into like basically the their version of Gotham. It's filled with a bunch of people who are scared to leave their homes. And basically, you know, uh, Bloodbone decides to kind of use the skills he picked up while he was away to uh, become a vigilante and clean the city up. So uh, basically, the the Ashcan's twelve-page Ashcan that uh, kind of gives you a, a look at what Bloodbone's about. Uh, basically, has him uh, interrupt this meeting of the uh, the criminal organization, and he basically uh, ends up going loose uh, on them. Uh, you know, Bloodbone doesn't really have uh, any qualms about killing people, especially uh, criminals who 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 you know hurt and murder people. Uh, so. Yeah, he basically kind of goes nuts and ends up kind of unleashing and uh, ends up sending a message to like the higher ups that he's going to be a problem to deal with. So basically use the ash can as like an introduction piece where you can kind of see like what his abilities are and stuff and kind of how he deals with stuff before kind of setting up. It would be like a full number one uh, comic, which uh, I would love to be able to do like a full Indiegogo or full Kickstarter or whatever, uh, you know to kind of really kind of go full deep and do like a full like 30 pages or something uh, or maybe a full one on your own website yeah there's uh you have to start looking at all options uh, in the next year so oh yeah yeah so who did the uh who did the interiors uh the interiors are by donald delay oh yeah i was gonna yeah i recognize that yeah he does Oh, did we freeze? I think he froze there. Can you hear oh, me? Yeah, I'm back. All right. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think it's uh, Donald did fantastic work on this. I'm, I'm super happy to kind of get it in people's hands. I said I've been uh, working with a new printer. So, uh, you know, we got like the, the a little bit of a foil cover. So it's been a little tricky to kind of get that right. Oh, yeah. Hopefully, like I said, uh, you know, uh, maybe towards the end of November, December, I should have them in hopefully and be able to get them out to people because I already have the supplies and everything from shipping out the ace so it shouldn't be uh too hard to kind of get that done also well yeah, just I love, when you I love thought, that panel. yeah when you when you thought bloodbone was big and then you see this other dude i yeah. know yeah because i was like man he's a lot bigger oh no that's not big. <laughs> i'm like wow 
I, 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 I dig his art style because it, it's, you know, a little bit of badassery mixed with, you know, some kind of like quirky, you know, old school, like MTV animation almost. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, you can see some Sam Keith in there. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think people will buy this just for the logo. <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, the trading card there. If uh, people who signed up for the mailing list will get that uh, Bloodbone trading card. Oh, cool. Yeah. Did Daniel do the trading card or was this somebody else? Oh, no, this is Donald, uh, colored by how comics he, uh, oh, he ended cool. up kind of messing with some of it. I was like, I really like how that came out. So kind of made it happen. I dig it. So the ash can, uh, one copy for 20 free shipping in the USA, yeah. uh, two copies for 35 free shipping in the USA, uh, one copy, $20 plus $10 shipping for international people. Mm -hmm. Does that include Bancroft too? Because I know Australia is kind of. Yep. If people want it, uh, I'll send it out. This is kind of like a special kind of thing. So uh, I didn't want to like make it hurt too much. So uh, you want it and you're willing to spend the money, I'll, I'll get it out to you. And the in the logo shirt. Yep, I just uh, got one. Got one of the samples here. If you oh, can cool. see that there, yeah. So it's the uh, Bloodbone logo there. Nice. Just got that in. So yeah, be uh, having those out. Um, just getting right now together with uh, Brandon uh, to kind of get the order for them. So uh, yeah, so I thought it was like I've been looking at shirts for a while now. I thought this was like the perfect opportunity. People lo really love the logo. And I think it's staying oh, yeah. in the shirt. So I thought oh, like, man, you know, yeah. this, is, uh, this is the perfect time to kind of try it out and see uh, see how it does. So, I mean, that the logo would make a great tattoo, just saying. Yeah. Yeah, I could do all sorts of fun stuff. People are asking for it on all sorts of things. Uh, patches. <laughs> if you make patches down the road, I'll take a blood bone patch. Yeah. And you can get the uh, Ashcan and uh, T-shirt combo, uh, $45 free shipping in the USA and 45 plus 10 international. That's a good deal, dude. Yeah, we both, so can't get better than that. No, no I mean, shipping's crazy. Yeah, it's insane. Oh. Like I said, just shipping half the, the books. Like the easy orders, you know, I haven't shipped the, the two books plus the metal print, <laughs> you know, all right, that. Kind of, yeah. Even that, I'm like, yeah, boy, not playing around. It's, uh, oh, it's, you know, it's around the holidays too. So they, you know, well, we're going to have to raise the prices because the holidays coming in. Oh, so you're going to triple the rates. Yeah. But in January, you're not going to lower the rates. No. I'm like, no. Oh. oh, well, we don't, no, we don't, we're not going to do that. We're not silly. Yeah, that that would just be crazy. Lower prices. Lower prices. Lower prices mean, would mean lower tax revenue. And oh no. Well, who do you think we are, Walmart? Yeah. <laughs> so have you been uh 
you've been reading any any new indie stuff, Edwin? Ah, uh, no. I've been kind of head down. I'm working on uh, the Ace Volume Three script. Oh, I've cool. been working on some other side stuff. So all my free time has basically been uh, my own comics. I'm hoping to get into. Uh, I did get like uh, Shane's book in the mail. The Rex. Yeah, yeah, I got Glorious it. I haven't. Book. I haven't read it yet. Um, so I've got, uh, I think, one or two other ones came in. So I got to, I'll have some reading to do. I just right now, it's, it's hard for me to like get into other people's stuff when I'm kind of halfway through a script. Yeah. 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 Nose to the grindstone to uh, get your own uh, stuff going and yeah. lined yeah. up. Yeah. Like once I finish it and I can kind of breathe, then I can kind of like chill out and see what other people are up to. But for now, it's, uh, it's just trying to get make sure the dialogue and everything is right, you know. Just uh, so yeah. it's a process. And you definitely don't want to like read anything in your genre at all. Yeah. Like no, I'm, yeah. I can't. I can't do that. Once I'm done with all this stuff, I'll sit down with a yeah. pile and right. uh, you know a big cup of coffee or a nice drink and just you know just chill out and enjoy myself. Yeah, like take a Friday off and let the wife go yeah. to work. Take the kids. I was like, I just read comics all day. Yeah. So I'm looking at uh, your backdrop there, Edwin, and it looks like I'm seeing a, a Brian Silverback's wrestling buddy behind you. Yes. This is the uh, Kula Slime Buddy, which was on the campaign. Hmm. These are all shipped out to everybody, so thank you for everybody who bought them. Yeah, this is a fun little thing to do for the campaign. Hopefully, uh, might be doing a, another one for the next one. So it was a big hit. So. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. Love oh, yeah. Great. I love the gun in the back. So, mm. yeah. So, it's a fun kind of little thing. Uh, these are pretty durable, too. I had a niece who basically took one and beat it up for like a day and it was still held up. <laughs> I was like, all right. They're not exactly uh, flimsy. So, that's good. Battle damage to Kula. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, so I might be doing a giveaway for, for one. I think I have like an extra one left. So, might be doing a giveaway before the uh before I close in December just for like uh as a thank you to everybody for the support and you know all the headaches with the printer which has oh, been yeah. a nightmare so you know hopefully oh, we'll I, I know this there's so many creators that had uh problems with printers and had to you know flip flop and Jump, See the city I work in; they have multiple printers that have done comic books. I've asked people, I'm like, "If you're interested, man, I can give you the numbers. I can hook you up." Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know how much the shipping is going to be to wherever your location is. But... I'm just worried about getting books and getting yeah. getting them right. <laughs> give yeah. you and like, like, he, like he, yeah. he came straight out. He's like, "We do perfect bound, saddle stitch, all that stuff." And he like he 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 had all the buzzwords. He knew all of it. And so I mean, couldn't hurt, man. You can get up with me after this or whatever. I can give you their numbers and contact info i was trying to like before i heard about like 3d zach and all that stuff i was like when i first came into this i'm like i, I hear all these problems i'm like i naturally try to solve problems i'm like oh, well, i i could try to maybe you can get like a little coalition of small printers to t help like take the pressure relief of all the other ones that people other people are using but it's the paper it's the paper that's what everybody says it's just the paper paper shortage yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, I remember just giving... use hemp, man. Use hemp. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I got another use for that. Uh, <laughs> you know, kind of like Belmont. Um, but, uh, 
I know. Uh, yeah. Uh, Speaking of Belmont, I'm gonna sidetrack this. Is, did he tell you about his uh, his neighbors getting uh, kidnapped by aliens? Yeah. <laughs> did he tell you that he saw an alien too? Yeah, they were like, yeah, the light was shining on his room. He was ducking yeah. for cover. That was amazing. I was like, man, that was that's my favorite job. thing I've heard for anybody in a while. I was like, yeah, that's so like, just like amazing experience. <laughs> yeah, I think he might have been smoking a little bit with uh, the the yeah. Red Baron. Well, well, that's what he said. He was like, well, I was high, yeah. but <laughs> no shit. <laughs> He's like, I didn't even think to like look. I just couldn't stop looking at him. I'm like, yeah, dude, you were stoned. You were looking at something. <laughs> Whatever, man. He's yeah. he's hilarious, though. Yeah, he's great. It's all yeah, his buck looks great too. Like, uh, it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah I got that. weaponized werewolf and uh, smokes the fox. Yeah. Yeah, those those books were like phenomenal. But he he, just, he dropped like thirty two like big anything. names. He was, yeah, oh yeah, this just, one did this and that yeah, one did. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I did Bob. I got Bob Layton to do a mock cover of Demon in a Bottle. Like, oh wow. But it's just proof positive. Like you read Smokes the Fox, I'm like, well, wow, Mike Barron really can write anything. Yeah, he's uh, he's he's much better to read than to try to interview. Because <laughs> when his wife comes home, and goes, oh, my wife's home. I gotta go, but yeah, <laughs> and I'm he's out. Like yeah, I'm kind of like that too. She's like, you better be done done by like nine oh five. I'm like, oh, I got it. Oh yeah, we got that. So we got. Both things to do. Um, when are you looking at uh, fulfillment for uh, Bloodbone? Uh, hopefully, uh, like I said, if uh, I can get the the last proof right, uh, probably first part of December. Oh, nice! I nice. can start kind of at least. Uh, you know, um, I'm just waiting to hear back from the printer. And like I said, uh, oh, we're freezing. I think it was, yeah. Okay, here we go. Oh, it's not me this time. That's us. No, it's not. It's him. Yeah, my internet keeps dropping out here. Uh, but yeah, uh, you know, like I said, I had a little problem with some of the the foil, so kind of wanted to uh, get, grab another proof just to make sure everything was good before I sent in the big order. Oh, cool. I mean, it looks awesome. I mean, I can't say it enough. I'm in love with that logo. <laughs> so yeah, you'll love it once you get that the foil in hand. It'll be it'll be sweet. Uh, so hopefully people people dig it. Like I said, I just gotta make sure it's right, and then hopefully ship it out to people as soon as I can. Trying to be uh, done with both of these campaigns as soon as physically possible. Uh, <laughs> I want to kind of move on to like the next year, kind of new projects. You know, and relax. Yeah. Oh, there's there's no relaxing. No, <laughs> relax when I'm dead, brother. Yeah, <laughs> I, I used to say that I'd be like, oh, I'll get all the sleep I need when I'm dead. And yeah. then, then I died in an operating table, was in a coma, so I caught up on sleep, and now I'm back yeah. at it again. Just get now that I'm just tired leg. all the time because I'm old. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, like I got a lot of catching up to do. I'm just getting into this game in like 41, but like after I'm done with this, like. You know, hope to God I fulfilled. You know, if I go in demand and do that, like production on the second one's already done. Like, I mean, it's it's it's, it's already going to be started. Like, the balls are. It, you, I can't stop it now. You got to like, do I mean, it. It's, uh, it's addicting when you start making yeah. comments. You just want to yeah. make more and more. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You know, because then when when people get them in hand, 
and they really like what you're doing, then they're going to be bugging you and like DMing you. Yeah. When are you starting on the next book? Yeah. You know. Yeah, you know, like like I said, this is mine's going to end after 13 issues, and then like I've already got other projects. Like I've got some rough drafts and you know some character concepts that come up with for like a different project. Like I've got a six-page story in this like anthology series with Arrow Comics and Luke Stone, the Out of the Obscurity. So I'm doing a six-page Son of Korax, Son of Tarzan. It's like a bunch of public domain characters. Oh, that's awesome! Like a telepathic bunny. He's doing um, Ghost Rider, like the original one. On um, the the Western one. Yeah, yeah. There's like a King Kong story in there, and. Uh, James Rock from Broken Compass. He's got a. Uh, he did Winnie the Pooh and Cthulhu, and it's called Cthulhu. <laughs> it's, uh, Don't touch my and, honey pot. <laughs> and and dude, I'm telling you, man, I've re- I've read it, and That's I don't amazing. know how many edits he's had after that. It is good. That's awesome. There's so much good stuff coming out, and uh, definitely uh, get your hands on the Bloodbone Ashcan and sign up for Hojo's uh, campaign. Be one of the first 25, get yourself an exclusive print, and uh, grab yourself that uh, that awesome Peter Gilmore cover. Yeah. The other cover is cool, too, but, yeah. I, you know, I'm like, whoa. <laughs> mm-hmm. I got some other goodies coming on with it, too. Don't cool. worry. Nice. So be looking out for that in March. Sign up on the, on the mailing list now. And uh, we want to thank you guys for coming on and, and hanging out. And uh, the only thing I have left to ask is, uh, Edwin, what AEW figure you got on the wall behind you? Oh, that's a signed uh, Sting figure. Oh, oh I love okay. Sting, man. I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man, that's one of my uh, one of my uh, idols as a as a kid. So. Oh, me too, man. I, I remember I remember seeing him for the first time at like an old WCW bash one of the first bash at the beach bash at the beach yeah and i was i was always yeah, confused i go cuz you had you had flair and you had him and their their trademark is the same thing yeah <laughs> <Woo-hoo>! <laughs> they're both fun to be around though. oh man yeah. Those are the days, man. So, yeah, I, I dressed up Sting on two separate Halloweens. One when I was like ten years old, and then another when I was like fifteen or sixteen, just for a party, like the the old school with the rat tail and the flat top and the paint. Oh, that's awesome. And then the other one is like the crow one, like everybody's got now, like that one. Like, oh man, those were those WCW days. I could I could go on and on about that. Yeah, you know, I'm with yeah. you. Yeah, it's awesome, guys. Thanks for coming out. Uh, I know Edwin's busy. He's going to jump back in and uh, do more do more comic book work tonight. Oh yeah, it's, uh, it's never ends. I'm going to grab some food and then you know, toil away at the uh, the next project like always. <laughs> awesome. Well, keep us up to date for what's going on, and uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. And all the best of luck with Bloodbone and the Mythicals. Yeah, thank you. Right. Appreciate it. Yep. Yep. <laughs>